0: Welcome back to Bible study, the prophecy of Jonah, uh, the four chapters of the prophecy of Jonah. We've sort of slightly overlapped sometimes between one chapter the end of one chapter and the other. So in that tradition, we're, not, we're, we're going to do a little bit more on chapter four before we, um, by God's will, we'll, we'll be able to uh, do a summary of the whole of the prophecy. Welcome back, John. And Thank you. Derek. Welcome Thank back. You. I'm going to read. Where do you think I should read? No, I thought I was going to read. You're no, going I would, to read. And I wouldn't and wish
1: to, to argue with you. So Mr. you John. even
0: know where you're going to read? Yeah, from. I do.
1: I do, yes. And I'm going and I'll, to
0: st- I'll then pray <laughs> after you.
1: I'm going to start in chapter 4 and at verse 5. Yeah. So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city. There he made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah that it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning dawned, the next day God prepared a worm, and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened when the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. And then he wished death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about this plant? And he said, It is right for me to be angry, even unto death. But the Lord said, You have had pity on the plant for which you have not laboured, nor made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city in which are more than 120,000 persons who cannot discern between their right hand and their left, and much livestock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. I pray.
0: Lord, we, uh, as we come to the end of this uh, study of Jonah, we want to thank you for what we have learnt, and what you've shown us about your nature, your heart, and... Uh, Lord, we thank you for your patience with us, sometimes where we we don't um, think correctly or, or we have a wrong attitude or, or we um, misunderstand uh, your, your plans, your desires, and, and we judge you even. Lord, we ask for your forgiveness for that. And we pray that you'll just uh, help all of us, uh, those watching and us here in the studio, uh, with your wisdom to just, um, as it were, pick out the the words that you want uh, for us to hear as we close our study of the book of Jonah. So we thank you again for the freedom that we have to to study your word and also to be able to broadcast it. We commit this time to you now, in your name. Amen. 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 Very good. I've got a bit of a frog in my throat, Mm -hmm. so who's going to (coughs) start? Um... Yeah. We, we, the amazing thing to me is that on face value, we don't really think there's, you know, there, there's a few stories and there's a few lessons from Jonah, but there's almost every other verse. There's something mm. quite deep yeah. that we discover as if, if you spend time looking at it. So we've read um, these, these final verses. I think it's probably good if we just try and not, not miss mm. any teaching. But no doubt, knowing us, when we're studying another book, we'll, we might come back to Jonah again. But is there anything you want to pick out, Derek, from, well,
2: from this reading? What strikes me very much here is that, in some ways, God is training Jonah as his servant. And, and he's, he, he's got him to obey him. And, and Jonah submitted to God, and he's obedient. But yet, he still wants to develop his heart attitude. He wants Jonah to have a heart of compassion. He wants Jonah to have the same heart that he has. Mm. And, um, you know, Jesus said he's the greater than Jonah. Yes. So, Jesus, of course, was totally obedient, but he also. I wonder had whether God's we could
0: heart. read that again. Can we read that again? That, that, that oh, yes. scripture in the New cool. Testament? It doesn't hurt to Matthew,
2: read that. yes, because. Um, it's in Matthew, isn't it? Jesus put a lot of importance on Jonah. Yeah. Um, Because he really, that's the one prophet he compares himself to. Not that he had Jonah's faults, of course. He's the greater than Jonah. But I think it's in Matthew 12. um, Yes, 39. Um, He says, No sign will be given to this generation except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Mm. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, the men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented. So mm. it's clear that they did repent. It was a genuine repentance mm. at the preaching of Jonah. And indeed, a greater than Jonah yeah. is here. Yeah. So the whole book of Jonah, in a way, is a picture you know, of Christ. Yeah. And of course, one thing about Christ, of course, is that he, he was obedient to the Father, but he also had the Father's heart yeah. for the lost he was moved with compassion. And that's the one thing that, even though he was a tremendously successful evangelist, as it were, he didn't have that heart of compassion. And God wasn't satisfied with getting this city saved. He wanted his servant to to have his heart. Yeah. And and the dealings of God with Jonah in this chapter is, is all about that. He's... He's, uh, it, it, it's lovely to look at actually um, for a few minutes just to see how God actually deals with him and challenges his heart attitude. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it's almost it's sort of reminiscent of, of the Lord with Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, there's an intimacy and a, mm, like a chit-chat yeah. that, that is not co- common
2: it, yeah, w- see, you know, with others. Yeah, yeah, it's a close relationship. Yeah. Um, and God, of course, is, is very patient. Yeah. Praise God, with yes. us. Yeah. Um, I feel, With I feel our that. hardness of heart. Yeah. you know, and, um, But yes, I mean, if we maybe just look to see what, what happens here. Um, God says, you know, in verse 4, for instance, is it right for you to be angry? So God is in a very gentle way qu- uh, challenging his heart attitude. And he mm. says, you know, mm. and then as he sits out... By the way, Christ, he, says, he says that
0: twice... Mm. And and Jonah twice says, it's better for me to Mm. die. In fact, he says it after Jonah saying, it's better. Twice, in verse 3, Jonah says, it's better for me to die than to live. The Lord said, is it right for you to be angry? And then in verse 9, he says, um, is it right for you to be angry? Just after Jonah said, it is better for me to live than to die. So... You still, this, there's something and quite about nine, three seated. times, yeah. he
1: said it, three times. Yes. Yeah, it's I've a kind t- of depression. At least isn't two, eight and nine
2: and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems that he was kind of prone to depression, but yeah, it's whatever it is. It's that because his heart attitude wasn't quite right, he he was uh, his emotions were were reacting. Yeah. They weren't quite under God's hand yeah. yet, and and. You know like I, I think i said before that the greatest miracle is god's ability to change our hearts mm-hmm. and and i do believe god was successful in this encounter okay. yeah. in changing jonah's heart but yeah. he, he you know that was in a way it was easy for jo- for god to 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 and deal with the evidence the whale. we have for that yeah. is that jonah wrote this yeah book, yes
0: because we don't have evidence other than that. i mean yeah. if someone else was writing about jonah that yeah. could have been A bit of a sort of sticky end as it were but
1: and it's also it's also possible i mean if we go back to to verse three we started reading from verse four but if we go go back to verse four beg your pardon verse four we started reading verse five verse four says then the lord said is it right for you to be angry and I, i get a sense of that question being left hanging Mm. And a, you know, he's, the Lord has sort of left this with Jonah for him to meditate upon and to think about and to pray about. And then at some time later, Jonah goes out of the city. Mm. And, um, and we can see that Jonah is angry and he keeps saying, I want to die. And I, I, I also sense, if we go back to his prayer in, in chapter 2, actually he really does. Where Paul says you know I'd rather be with the Lord really than here with you, lot, <laughs> but it's better for you that I stay and I think this is a bit of this he's had, he's had a taste of of what happens beyond and he, he he trusts the Lord and he he'd actually quite like to go there. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so it's not just like a sort of suicidal. No, depression. I don't believe it is. Or uh, de- dep- he's not depressed yeah. or anything like this. He's he's having a problem handling what's happened, yeah. and and actually a bit of escape. Well, he's completely misunderstood. Misunderstood or
0: misunderstood. As you it. said, the attitude's wrong. So he's yes, wants to accept what's happened. Really, he's, yes.
2: happened, really. he's yes. struggling. He's struggling. He's struggling. struggling. Yeah. He's yeah. struggling yes. But he's he's talking to God about it. Which yes. is yes. To, that's very the right thing, thing to the do. The worst yes. thing you can do is kind of run from God, hide from God. Uh, if you actually mourn or bring your emotions into God's presence, mm. whether you're depressed or whatever, then you're allowing the Holy Spirit to comfort you and to deal with you, mm. and he will, as long as you bring yourself to God, even in your unsorted state, um, and God will deal with you.
1: Uh, on that. I think that's a really important point. D- Jonah's been real. Mm. He's saying, yeah. this is how I feel. Yes. I, he might even be saying, I know it's not right, but that's the truth right. is, this is how I feel, yeah. and I can't do anything about it. Mm. And I, I think it's yeah. so important that that's how we have to, yeah. be, have to be with the Lord. He, he's our cool. Heavenly Father. We don't need to be religious with Him. Just tell Him.
2: No. The it's worst the thing is God. to bury, bury yeah. that anger, bury that resentment. yes. You know, yeah.
1: the worst possible thing to do, and you don't bring you to God. To God and just pretend it's, resolved, it's not it's there.
0: Not yeah. um, but the, but as as the the, the the narrative goes on, you know, God has a way to get to speed through that. And it, uh, if if the passage had sort of ended or Jonah had ended at verse 8 or verse 9 or whatever, we, we wouldn't get the punchline, would we? No. we think, oh, that's a bit arbitrary, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. planting and then... And then, um, and then letting it wither and die. What's
2: the so point? he, he is, he he wants Jonah to un, to emotionally relate to these menophytes. Yeah. So he causes this plant to to really give a good covering because whatever he constructed obviously wasn't r- protecting him yeah. much against this sun. And then this castor bean plant probably, which grew supernaturally quickly overnight, yeah. large leaves. And obviously, that Jonah was delighted, you know, he was experiencing the covering of God and, um, and in a sense, uh, being covered by God, it goes back to atonement mm. because, we, you know, if we're under God's covering, we're protected, and protected against the sun, against the, even the wrath of God. And he was enjoying that covering. And then God wanted him to experience what it's like then not to be covered. So God then appoints this worm to, to eat the root and it dies a, again. Now he's experiencing what it's like to be, under, un, yeah. to be uncovered, yeah. to be unprotected, to be under that fierce sun and the fierce wind. Mm. And, and, and he's, he's suffering. And he wants Jonah to understand, now that you know what it's like not to be covered, what do you think it's like for all those Ninevites, particularly the innocent ones who aren't very old yet? Um, are, you tell, are you saying I should remove my covering of grace over them and let them suffer? Yeah, that's good. And, and it's like he's trying to get him to have a heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you've suffered. You know what it's like. You're, if I withdraw my grace from them. Yeah. No, I like that. I didn't yes, think I about like the covering of Christ. I like and that. That, and that. I think, fits, yes, the, the, the,
1: I almost certainly was a little castor plant because they grow very quickly anyway. Yeah. But this mm. was supernatural propulsion. Yeah. Yes. Is, is, a, is again a type of the blood of Christ. Mm. It gives this covering. And it says, it, it says that Jonah was a very grateful plant. And the, the Hebrew says he rejoiced with great joy. Yeah. <laughs> this is an excessive form of joy yeah. that he. He gets from this covering. Mm. Why would you feel that for a covering for, for a plant? But then this is it, this is saying something so much deeper than that. Yeah, wonderful,
0: wonderful. So we we've said, um, you know, there are a number of types. Can we just, for the sake of the viewers, could we get, we're going through the whole of Jonah now and saying what 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 are we picking out in terms of? Can, can the, we just I, do, I, the yep.
2: punch line? do the punchline? Do <laughs> the punchline. I do yes. feel that. Yeah, please do. It, it is really important. No, absolutely. That, um, the verse 10...
0: But by me saying that, it gets, lets you thinking. You <laughs> 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 have the punchline and
2: then we'll... Yeah. The, uh, you know, that it, you can see it on two levels, because the, the, the direct level, he says, you've had pity on the plant, mm. okay? So in a sense, Jonah's upset for the plant. Um, you've had pity on the plant for which you didn't labor or make grow. You know, you, you haven't really emotionally invested in this plant. Um, and yet you're, you're, you have pity on it and perished in a night. God then says, Should I not pity Nineveh, that great city in which, and God says, I created them, I made them. Yeah. You know, I'm emotionally invested in these people. I, I love these people. Yeah. And, and should I not, you had pity on that plant, should I not have pity on these people that I've created who I love, that, you know? And, and and so he's teaching him. You need to have compassion. You need to see these people as I see them, as as precious as creations of God. And but I think there's another level to this because it, it, Jonah wasn't really having pity on the plant. He was having pity on, on himself. himself. Yes, <laughs> you know, and that's what I was talking about. The covering is yeah. that you know, actually, you now know what it's like, Jonah, not to be covered. And, and those people, and, and you're, you're, you're valuable, and those people are valuable too. Mm-hmm. And now, hopefully, you can empathize with them a bit more. Um, so I'm just gonna throw go to in
0: protect- uh, something that's come to me, which is um, my dear friend, Andrew White, who I did a lot with 20 odd years mm. ago, and then the Iraq war started. So we, you know, we traveled a lot to Israel and we visited many people. Uh, and then the Iraq war started and he did something I think that was unique among Western Christians. He went out to lead a church in Baghdad. Yes.
1: Yes. So he
0: had a real heart. For, and he used to cry about the people you know, in his congregation and it was very well attended. You know, they were really suffering. And I did wonder, you know, we are so detached and we have the war in Iraq and, and they were, you know, people far away as it were, a country far away of which we know little, but Andrew went right into the heart of it. And he, he did really express God's heart mm. for those people yes. in, in Baghdad, called him the vicar of Baghdad. And he, I mean, he used you know, Saddam Hussein's entourage, you know, um, Tariq Aziz and all these other people. Mm. Um, and just one other thing that, uh, that has co- that's come to me is that when Saddam was, um, was executed, I remember, I was with my family, actually, from Austria, and I remember saying, you know, oh, I just absolutely cheered that this wicked man had gone, okay? So the Nidavites were wicked. But my little niece Abigail said to me, but Uncle, um, you know, Jesus died
1: <laughs> for him.
0: You know, Jesus loved you. How can you say that? And it really made, mm-hmm. caught me up, you yes, see? Yes. And we, Yeah, so we think, oh, yeah, these terrible people, the Taliban, the... You know, ISIS and all that. What well, we want these people to be saved. Yes. We want them to be reached, don't they, with with the gospel, don't we? So that was the thought I came, and the fact that Nineveh is right in that heart of of that whole area. Mm. And do we care enough for them? Yeah. Do we care enough for the Syrians and you know some of those folk?
1: Yes, and I think it's. Suffering. I I think the important thing here is that you know I can in many ways see myself as. Jonah was, not so much in his attitude to Nineveh, but his, you can't manufacture these. You can't Mm. manufacture compassion. Mm -hmm. You can't manufacture a heart for the people. You have to ask the Lord to do it, Mm. and he's a creative God, and he will do it. Mm. He can can create in us Mm. the things that we don't have, but again, we need to be honest, Lord, I don't have this. I know this is how you want me to be. I don't have it. Yes. I need you help. need
0: to ask I, I, One yeah. other thought, and then we'll go back to, to, to the study, well, is with Andrew White. My dad uh, went to be with the Lord uh, two, 20 years ago, February 15th. Um, and I was in um, Israel just afterwards with Andrew, and we had communion by the, the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and we sung the hymn, Dear Lord and Father of mankind, mankind give yeah, well, our mind. foolish ways. Reclothe us in a rightful mind. You're a service one, and boy, I just completely cracked up. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, but, but it, uh, d- my dad wasn't perfect, and we're, none of us are. Mm. Uh, uh, but the that, that hymn says it all. Yes, you know that we that we should recognise our. Our failings, and then it talks about beside the Syrian sea as those who yes. sat beside the Syrian when we were there. Um, mm. But uh, we can now go back to the Bible study. But it's just two yeah. wonderful. I, I, I've got great, he's been very unwell, Andrew, for many years. Yes. But, but I, I, you know, there was something there in his heart
2: mm.
0: that really did care for these people o- over and beyond what you know, Christian charities it's normally normal. do. And it yeah. got him into hot
2: water as well. Yes. Yeah, we had him preach in in our church, and as you say, such a such a strong heart. Yeah. And and it's it's like he, you know, he's a. I'm I'm reminded as well of the the prodigal, the parable of the prodigal son, because the the way the father appeals to the older son, Mm. you know, we don't know if he turned the older son's heart, but who was, you know, why should you forgive them and, and and even celebrate their 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 recovery. Yeah. And, and it's like, and the father said, my son was dead and he's, yes, he's, he's now alive. alive, you know, and he's appealing to his, you know, as it were, have a heart. And, and, and God's kind of doing that. He said, look, forget about the adults who, you know, no doubt are, are, are guilty in that, but what about the 120,000 innocent ones who, yeah. who aren't even old enough yet? And by the way, that three times it says it's a great city. And... Yeah. It had to be at least a million, maybe that includes the suburbs. But that was probably the biggest city in the world at that time. Yeah. I mean this is a major city and a major revival for a million people yeah. to turn to God. So and, and it says and he says, Look, just think about the children. Do you want them to be destroyed? Yes. You care about your own life that you were uncomfortable yes. because of your exposure to the elements? Yeah. And and you and is it right, Jonah, that you don't care about these children or the animals, for that matter? Mm. And, and I think Jonah doesn't have an answer this time. Mm. No. He, he does, there's no buts. There's no but Lord. I believe... That's good. That's it. That he's got is, it. That's he's good. got the message. He, he's, he's got, got it. it, yes. No. And I believe that on that basis, that, that love that he had enabled him to have an ongoing ministry to... We can't prove it. No. But no. It, it, it... Just by the fact, it, as I say, that we've got the Scripture here
0: uh, John, you, uh, you mentioned earlier uh, on an earlier study about the livestock, and here we have it's the final here We have word. it again. I know. I was thinking the same again.
1: Final uh, the, word is Lord it's part of, concern concern, part of the story of Nilofer, for, the, for, for, the 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 the, for the livestock, and yeah. in, in the sense that if he brought fire and brimstone down onto this city, the, the innocent animals would suffer too. Mm. What, what a heart! Yes, it's, it's extraordinary, isn't it? That's I mean, right. we tend to think animals were expendable not to God, each one is precious to him. And I was thinking the other day, you know, we, I was talking to my stepdaughter about this and that I, I read somewhere recently in the cubic metre of earth, I prefer cubic yards, yeah. <laughs> but we'll <we're, we're laughs> yeah, say you know. cubic metre. In a cubic metre of earth, there are more microorganisms than the population of the world. Well, isn't And, and he guess. made every single That's one
0: of very, them. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, Wonderful. Isn't it? All things, bright and beautiful. All things, all bright creatures. And great and small. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. It's unusual anyway, I find it. It's unusual that that is there. It is. A, it is. is there a book that ends on such an unusual note in the whole of scriptures? Right. Is there? I don't, it yeah. seems.
2: It's like almost something. like he's, he's holding up a mirror, I think, to his fellow Israelites, Yeah. yeah. saying, this was my heart. And, and it's like, is that your heart too? Mm-hmm. And it's almost preparing the way, I think, mm-hmm. for, for Israel to think, you know, well, it prepares the way for the gospel, really, to go to yeah. the nations. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, so we have, unless there's more, <laughs> before I don't, I don't want to sort of bulldoze <laughs> over you know, some precious insights, mm-hmm. but you know, basically we've gone through uh, eight different um, studies for, on the four chapters of Jonah, and it's been really enjoyable mm. because there have been times when we, we we've dug into the archaeology, we've looked at the theology. I particularly enjoyed Tarshish, <laughs> <laughs> the study it's on not. Tarshish, um, and and then we we gave you a rest. And we, you know, <laughs> John John has given some great great insights on on the the Lord's sacrifice mm. for us and what that means to us. But the story of, of Jonah, you mentioned it earlier, that there are a number of types. So could we just summarise them, as mm-hmm. it's our last week
1: together? Yes, well, from, uh, let's just go from, from memory at the yeah. moment. Um, we, we, we have seen that the, 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 the ministry of Jesus and the preaching of the gospel is prefigured here, without doubt. It's not a a perfect configuration in the sense that Jonah is like Christ, because he's clearly not. But his actions are Christ-like, what he does. And it starts off, you know, the the similarities. So he, he gets into a boat... And there's a storm and he's asleep so yes we can argue about what sort of sleep was it but the fact is he was able to sleep peacefully through the storm and we know one other person that did that and 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 then he he comes out and and recognizes and they all recognize that he's responsible for the storm because the lord has hurled a storm upon the sea because he's got to get jonah back and, and so Jonah offers himself as a sacrifice mm. yeah. because that's the only thing that's going to calm the storm and save the people. Mm. And so after a bit of toing and froing and them trying to row hard, you know, In a, their a, own the strength. legal side, trying to deal with the legal side of it, yeah. as, as Derek brought up. Um, they then able to, they, they recognise there's no alternative and they mm. throw Jonah into the sea which is immediately calmed. And then? Which is awesome. And then and he, goes is, yeah, he, goes da- he goes down into Sheol. Yeah, he goes down into Sheol but meanwhile on deck there's a sacrifice being made. So they're sacrificing one of their chickens or goats they've yeah. taken which is for food or to trade. They sacrifice, oh, the sacrifice one to Yahweh, to Jehovah. It, it's very clear that that's who they're sacrificing to. So they've received... Without the shedding of blood, with, there's, no there's no remission of sins. Sin. So here we have all this typology yeah. going on, mm. and, and the sacrifice, of course, is quite normal in that culture, but they make a sacrifice to mm. the Lord yeah. God of Israel. Yeah. And, 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 well, it's just... It's just and broken. then, Derek, carry on. Carry on.
2: Well, And then, of course, we, as he drowns, and he, uh, he describes the whole event, and he hits the sea bottom. He's entangled in weeds, and then he leaves his body. He dies. Mm. Uh, often people don't realize this, mm. but he really did. Because that's what the sign of Jonah is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's resurrection after three days, and that's the point Jesus was saying. Big one. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the picture of what I'm going to do. I'm going to be, I'm gonna die, yeah. but I'm going to rise again on the third day. And Jonah, went. he describes, he went down through the gates of Hades. The bars of Hades closed around him, and he went down. And the, he was there uh, for, for those three days, yeah. and then, but he's he he calling on God. He's believing for his resurrection, which is outstanding faith. He's believing God for his resurrection, and, and God, of course, raises him up. And meanwhile, the well has taken his body back, I think, to yeah. Joppa, yeah. Uh, and he wakes up inside the whale's yeah. belly, and is 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 giving this prayer of thanksgiving that God has done this, and and he makes this 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 vow that he is willing now to preach mm. God's message, mm. and uh, and, the veil, and the whale ejects him, yeah. vomits him yeah. out, and in the same way Jesus appeared out came out of the tomb mm. and manifested himself as risen from the dead. And, and people could see the scars on his body, just as they could see the scars right. or the, the acid burns and bleaching on, yeah. on Jonah's body, with, right. which was the proof of what he was yeah. saying. So, so we're still going. Have you got anyone, any others?
1: Yes, I was just thinking yep. he'd been bleached, yeah. it's like <coughs> as if he was wearing a white robe of righteousness <laughs> following his resurrection. Mm. I might be stretching no, it no, too no, far. No, no, no. I, I, I will be restrained, but I, I do tend to do Only that. In I, I just love the typology, <laughs> yes. you know, and, and taking it to its extreme. So much. Yeah. so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. And then he preaches for 40 days, as Jesus in a sense did, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and, and then commands his disciples to preach the gospel to all nations. Mm. And of course, for Jews who were used to their holy huddle, yeah. this was a dramatic yeah thing exactly. to ask and in the same way jonah yeah he prefigures that because he is he he goes to the heart yeah. of the enemy an- empire yeah. and is going to preach the gospel with great success and yeah. and i believe the the turning of the whole of Nineveh to the Lord is, a, is, again, a prophetic sign that the preaching of the gospel in the church age will, will have great success. It's you know, great. we think of the negatives, but think of the positives. No, I'm it an idealist. The world. So
0: I, I like to see in this story something for us today. Yeah. There's, a, there's a type, as it were, for us that we, if we are and if Christians are more bold, mm. to just and of course, we've got all of our personal struggles, as Jonah had, but just to get the
1: message across to yeah. people. It's pow- it never returns void. It's powerful. It doesn't, but it has to be the true gospel, not the social yes, gospel. It's powerful. And this is the problem. The church, yeah. by its what it does generally, it preaches yeah. the social gospel. Yeah. There's no Which social is, gospel we, we, in here. And Paul doesn't say
0: that's There's the social power action. of God for salvation no. for everyone it, who believes. No. He doesn't but, say but, that. but
1: the true gospel is messy. You know, they all want Easter Sunday, but you can't have Easter Sunday without Good Friday. Mm-hmm. You cannot. You yeah. cannot ignore no. the, that's right. the the cross and the blood, mm. and that's what they like to do. It's yeah. all a bit embarrassing and a bit
2: medieval. but yeah. it's yeah. vital. Around the world, many many people are getting born again. That's right. Yeah, I that's mean right. The ch- right. we we think locally, but Scale. worldwide. That's right. Millions, billions, maybe of people have come have come to Christ. Yeah, and so. This was amazing that that from, from the Jewish world, as it were, would, it's a major sign that Christ, Jesus, is the Messiah because it was prophesied that when the Messiah comes, he will be a light to the nations. He, right. and, and he is the one Jewish prophet that is greater than Jonah. Jonah got a million saved. That's right. But it, Jesus... It, a, bit, a billion. Million. You know. It, it it exactly. a, and, and so the success yeah. of the gospel, you know, and and... Is, is outstanding yeah. when you look at the big picture. But the power, this is the point, the
0: power of the gospel is the resurrection. Mm. I, I take that from Ephesians, where it says, the incomparable power towards those who believe, just like the, the, the power that rose Jesus from the dead, he says yeah. at the end of chapter. And 11.
2: that's what Jonah would have preached, you see. He, he would, I think he would have preached his death and resurrection, yeah. as the, that he was the sign. Yeah. is the sign to them. So in a way, his gosp- e- it even prefigures the gospel message. Yeah. Look, God yes. loves you so much mm-hmm. that I went through death and resurrection yeah. to, and, and now uh, you know, salvation is offered to you. Salvation is of the Lord. Yeah. And if you'll turn from your idols yeah. and receive the Lord, you'll be saved. And so in a way, that whole message that Jonah gave prefigures the gospel. And uh, but Jesus is the greater than Jonah, but that means he did what Jonah did, but yeah, perfectly. So um, yeah, just one other thing. For uh, there'll
0: be other types. But feel free to chip in. But um, on the power of the resurrection, you know, that was what Abraham believed in. In Romans four, it says A- Abraham believed that God had power to do what he had promised, and what he had promised is that the dead womb of Sarah would. Produce mm. life, and he believed in the God who calls things that are not as they were and gives life to the dead. Yes. Yes. That's again, the resurrection. Yes. This is the, the, This that is a very powerful message because most people are fearful of death and what's yes. beyond it. Yes. So that's the message we have to preach. Yes.
2: And our spirits need resurrect. You know, our spirits were yes. dead yes. when we accept the gospel. Yeah, we we're dead in our trespasses. God's and life. Sins. Is imparted to our spirit, and we're yeah. born again yeah. by the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Yeah. So when we accept the go- when we accept the gospel, we're literally raised from the dead spiritually, yeah. and we that's will right. be physically yeah, as that's
1: well.
0: That's right. Yes. That's, um, so. It's exciting stuff. Exciting yes. stuff. But there's there's something else in here that we 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 said that we would uh, because by the way we we just, it's very. I just want to give you a little bit of an insight. We. Um, tend to talk, the three of us, quite a lot before Bible studies. Um, but when I was with Alan and Ian, we always used to, they couldn't get us out of the studio. We were always talking after the Bible yeah. studies. And I'm not sure um, how much you missed, but I'm sorry, we can't, you can't get it now. But the good news is that the three of us talk quite a lot before Bible studies. And, um, and uh, there's, there's something that we said that we'd try and cover before the end of Jonah, and that is, you know... Um, the evidence for the, for the repentance of Nineveh in the, the chronologies, the, his, the history. Mm. And I'd like just to have a look at that. Um, this might be an, another, Derek, monologue, and we might interrupt you, but oh, I yes. really want folks mm-hmm. to hear yeah, it. Yeah, it it it's, it's worth hearing. I, I love it when I, we, God doesn't need to be vindicated by history or archaeology or anything else, but we need it mm. often. You know, we, we need demonstrations. We, yeah. we do need signs and things like that. And there are some powerful signs in the archeological record and in the chronologies which I think will encourage you. So. Mm. I'm going to just ask well, you just to, just to summarize some
2: of the uh, Yes, I'm, I'm interested to see where, where it fits into the Assyrian history. Yeah. And, and really just to explain, um, you know, the kings, the Bible gives a lot of chronological information, particularly about the, the divided kingdom of Judah and Israel. Um, and what they, in, in any book that gives you dates, what they've actually done is they've tried to match up the Assyrian history with the biblical history. This is the scholars. The scholars, yeah. generally speaking. Um, and there is one key synchronism that everything's based around. Now, basically, their attitude is the Bible m- might be wrong. Of course. But the Assyrian history is...
0: Yeah, much more reliable. Because yeah, Sennacherib, he didn't, he didn't colour anything, did he, when he
2: wrote things down on the prison. And it's, and it's like they've got this Assyrian history that they think is fixed. And there is a synchronism that seems very interesting, and it's in the British Museum. Um, to, there's the Black Obelisk, where um, jehu they think Jeyu, gave homage to Shalmaneser III. And also another one that talks about the Battle of Quaggar, uh, in which Ahab fights. So if, you, if those are genuine synchronisms, that's an eight four five three and 841 BC, yeah. and the, they, they seem to be tremendous synchronisms, but the problem is that um, in order to make out. it work, yeah. there's 60 years yeah. difference between the Assyrian timeline and the biblical one. So what they do, they don't question the Assyrian thing, but what they, they've got to shorten the biblical timeline by 60 years. So they have to use overlapping reigns and different techniques to try and reduce the biblical timeline from what... If you just read the bi- biblical and without any reference to anything else, you, you would have 60 more years. Yeah. I believe, I can't absolutely prove it, that the sixty, and we might years, also
0: believe. I
2: think we might be leaning towards what yeah. you're about to say. Well, everything fits well if you would say, and I believe this is what's happened, and I think this is where Jonah comes in. Mm. That sixty years have been lost from the Assyrian records, and you can reconstruct things because there, there was a very powerful king just before Jonah, and then you have this next king that possibly. Well, and in fact, his name. Um, let me get this right. Um, well, never mind. Like, anyway. No, no.
0: Yeah. A, find it if you want. It's a, you uh, know, for me, it's it, it is important because it it's is. again we're being hit over the head. Constantly. We have been, I think, for the last couple of hundred years, and we've yeah. been too shy um, to to state it. something. I'm saying collectively, the church yeah. uh, mm. that that actually that these. A scholarship is, is, is a process of discovering evidence. Yes. A, and, of course, the, the, the record is incomplete. But some people jump to the conclusion
1: uh, yes. that if it's incomplete, then the Bible must be wrong. That's right. And it would be arrogant indeed to suggest that we can't learn anything from an unsaved scholar. That's right. But to rely on an unsaved, unsaved scholar's View of spiritual and biblical things, mm-hmm. it would be definitely faulty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it really would
0: exactly. So, if you found the name,
2: let's call him Mr. X. Oh, good. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't want to yep. get it wrong, so I'd rather. That's th- fine. Um, there was a powerful king, yeah. and Assyria was very powerful. Mm-hmm. And then something strange happens. Um, his his uh, his son reigns, but we know hardly anything about his reign. For some strange reason. Yeah. Okay, and I think this was the one yeah. that, that Jonah preached to. Mm. And then I think there was about sixty years where they they really did stop their violence. They they had repented. Mm. And, and, and they were worshipping the Hebrew God, which is a bit of a so slap a large in the degree. face to yeah. the Assyrians. That's a victory in a sense for the Hebrew God. Yeah. So when what happened at the end of the 60 years is that now they turn back to their old gods. Yes. And what they did, often in the ancient world, is that they will then destroy the records. There's a, there's a similar thing in Egyptian history with Akhenaten. Yeah. You, you destroy the records of these other kings because we're ashamed. You know, we, we were defeated defeat by the narrative. Hebrew god. We, it doesn't fit our spin. Yeah. And you'll see this regularly. They, ne- they only report their victories. Yeah. They'll, and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll erase the history that's inconvenient. So well, by, the, by the way,
0: I, I have felt that strongly in terms of the EU. And I know not everyone agrees with my views on, on, on the whole thing. But I, I did see this sort of narrative that was building in terms of the origins of, of europe it was wiping out not only the christian heritage of britain but of many you know great stories across the european continent yeah. and when they came up with that eu constitution mm. um uh, without reference to the christian history mm. without reference to god it, it was entirely secular I, I must say, I see it similar to this, mm. that they were basically saying, right, we're gonna kick over the traces because we've got this utopia we're going to create called the European Union.
1: And they signed it in the Temple of Jupiter. Yeah. And it's been going on everywhere. Mm. I mean, I know in, 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 in the States in the last 20, 30 years, they've been rewriting That's the history right. books so that now the young think that um, Pol Pot and Stalin That's and Hitler were the good guys. Yeah. and this is why you had this extraordinary thing either last year or the year before. No, I think 2019, I think it was, where they 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 had a wide poll. Would you prefer to live under capitalism or communism? Mm-hmm. And it was 50 51 49. So there can,
0: be, can well. be mass delusion, and and I, there's a lot of debate about pulling down the statues. But for for me, you, you the important thing we're not saying that. The, 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 all the history of Nineveh or the Assyrians is great, and, mm. and, and therefore we must preserve in the British Museum so that we can venerate their their civilization. Mm. But right. so, the opposite is um, yeah. what's happening with with the Taliban, you know, blowing up Buddhas. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying I worship Buddha, but I don't believe you should blow up mm. what you know is evidence of the history of yeah. civilizations, Quite. which is what has been happening. Yes, and I think that is what is Happening with the whole woke culture it is. of the Western world. It is. So let's go back to, um, to Nineveh and the chronology.
2: Oh, yes. So there's this 60 years. If that's true, then all the dates you see in the books, should, you should go. That's why I hesitated in the first program, you know, because the yes. standard date for Jonah might be about 760, 770 BC. Yeah. But actually, I would put it back, back to 830 based right. on this sixty okay. years. Yeah. That what happened is that so John got it about right when you said eight cent eight hundred. Yeah. <laughs> suitably yeah. right, yeah. And and so there was these sixty years of kings we don't know about. And that's kind of confirmed by a couple of things, because then they went return to their ancestral gods mm-hmm. and they reclaimed their old ways. And what happened is that then you've got Ashdan. And th- And then the dates are reliable from from that time on. Ashadan the third which seven seven two to seven five four now in his time, there were lots of plagues, there was all kinds of dramatic events, all kinds of rebellions going on and and perhaps you know that was you could, might say god 's displeasure mm-hmm. that they were now actually coming back out uh, and I think they wiped out those records of those their, their king lists for those so years, explains, and that would explain the 60 years. And the interesting thing is, then after Ashadan was was a very famous one. Then there was Ashanirari, and then the famous one is Tiglath Pileser. Yeah, he's the one that started attacking Israel. Yeah, and Tiglath Pileser.
0: Yes. Yeah, so why um, not just not only destroy? the 60 years of Assyrian history wipe out the source of this yes. irritant, which is Israel.
2: And Tiglath-Pileser, suddenly, under Tiglath-Pileser, Assyria, the, it was kind of the start of what's called the Neo-Assyrian Empire. Mm-hmm. So the old Assyria, it was falling apart, and then suddenly he becomes mm-hmm. um, powerful, and suddenly the empire is reconstructed. But Tiglath-Pileser calls himself the son Of and he was a usurper, he was just a provincial governor who just killed all the the royal family and then took over. But he calls himself the son of Mr. X, if you remember, who was the original strongman king. We always remember Mr. X, right? (laughs) And and he, we might put it on the screen if uh, we'll see. (laughs) I'll I'll send it in an email. That's right. Um, he they call themselves the son. Of Mr. X. He wasn't literally the son, but it was like we are continuing that heritage because that's when Assyria was mighty and strong, Mm. you know, not this weak thing that we're ashamed about because we bowed down to a foreign god. Let's wipe that out. And and, And then that led up to Sennacherib, And not just, uh, yes, Uh, Tiglath and then the one after Tiglath and then the one after Tiglath. They kept calling themselves the son of Mr. X.
0: okay. (laughs) <laughs> I
2: don't know who that was. And the Lord's Lord. judgment clearly and then, came. But God then, actually, eventually. had raised Assyria up. Yes. Yes. Because, forgive me, let me throw one more yeah, thing one in. One more. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you no, know, we might interrupt you, but we have got about ten minutes left.
2: Now, it's just a quickie, actually, but it's just interesting that it says that God stirred. It's in somewhere in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> God stirred the heart of Tiglath-Pileser to invade. By us. the way, this
0: is what, this is how specific we get in Bible study. We, we, as a reference, we say somewhere in the Bible. <laughs> We don't want to be. We don't want to give a wrong reference.
2: (laughs) Paul did that, didn't he? He said it is written. Yes, (laughs) didn't didn't he? It's written. Yes, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So it's interesting that God said to Israel, "Look, in Deuteronomy, if you if you continue to sin, you're going to be scattered to the nations." Okay, now that wasn't a serious policy in the past. All right, they they would rule by terror, but Tiglath brought in a new policy which was to deport whole populations. So, and there's a reason for that. It's very expensive, very difficult to yeah. do. But the, brilliant, the thing that keeps making empire building hard is the local p- patriotism and rebellions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what we do is we deport whole sections of yeah. the community off into a completely different area, mix everyone together, Remove the borders, and then there'll be no grounds for resistance. You yeah. see, so take that, brought that's that not
0: unheard of. On world order, you know, <laughs> yeah, but it's also happened in the last hundred years. Yes, but, it's and a, it did happen to the British, thing, isn't it? British Empire.
2: Yeah. Yes, you know, there's the danger. Of, uh,
1: yeah. Yes,
0: well, it was successful. It's an empire tactic. Well, it's, it's a successful, successful
2: technique, and probably yeah. this is the first time
0: yeah. it was look done. at China with the with the what's that community, the Muslim community. Oh yes, they're literally trying. They're taking them out from their communities and they are indoctrinating them. Yes.
2: And that's the origin of the Samaritans, because yeah. the Israelites would, and then lots of foreigners were brought in, yeah. a lot of intermarriage, and so that's, the, that's yeah. the Samaritans. But notice that God was, in a sense, preparing now his vehicle for judgment on Israel mm. by using Tiglath-Pileser, suddenly comes to power almost supernaturally quickly mm. and brings in this policy that will cause Israel to be scattered to the nations. So it's God's hand. So in exactly. ultimately, it's as, always
0: exactly. exactly. as, as judgment. Which and it, yes, it is judgment, but there, but they're also. And I know the, the scripture in Isaiah 42 that that, that um, is the Messiah a light to the nations. Because Simeon held the Lord Jesus in his arms and said, "You'll be a light to the nations." But but also there is, and certainly the Jewish people see it that they are a light to the nations. And in one sense, this scattering is both a judgment, but also an enlightenment. Mm. Because the, uh, apart from where you have such terrible antisemitism, they won't listen. But there, there was, there's something that, um, of the Jewish um, way of following God's law mm. that is, uh, does shine a light on every civilization where they are residing. And those countries that bless Israel, those that um, accommodate them, have been blessed, and Britain is one of them. But those who have thrown the Jews out have been you know, almost mm. utterly cursed. Yes, well. You, you, you see it, those that have treated um, the Jews in, in a terrible way, they, they've become emaciated as a culture.
2: So God used that. Mm. Mm. But on, based on that, I, I think that it was a deep and genuine repentance that was caused by this revival Mm. It, and it had an ongoing effect for yeah. maybe up to sixty years, yeah. and then, of course, John, so, all yeah. the more important.
0: I, 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 just immediately think of us. And so I think, do I. Whoa, so do know, I. Sixty we, years, we've so we we lost this the whole thing.
1: And 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 the and this. Don't please, nobody write in and call me a racist because yeah. I will be very angry. Well,
0: I might stop you <laughs> <laughs> so because
1: I am stop. not being racist. No. But the whole idea of mass immigration is to do just this that you pointed out. It's to break down our culture, break down our resistance, break down our desire to support our heritage. It's not against the people who've been brought in. It's a deliberate political So that's another, um, as
0: it were, flank. Yes. For me, I, I feel that we're in danger of just killing off our own culture by changing our... Uh, moral boundaries, you oh, know, yes, changing absolutely. our own history. It's not. Yes. It's nothing to do with those. In fact, often those that are coming in, yeah, if, I, if you don't mind me saying, no. I mean, the Poles and some of those, I agree. They, they still have family, and Muslims, have family yes.
1: values that we as a so-called British culture are abandoning. I agree. And the point I'm making is it's a political plan, but it, it, it's the devil's plan. But it backfires yes, because right. he's not as bright as he no. thinks he is. Yeah. And it's wonderful it. when it backfires. So, like, so yeah, the see God smiling. For me, the, really, <laughs> the salutary lesson is
0: 60 years. Yeah. You know, with the wrong leadership, it, it could all, can all be wiped out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Such as the human heart. Sort
0: out the schools.
1: Get, you it's know, as Abraham yeah. Lincoln said. It's taken you know. about 60 years to get where we are now. Philosophy of government tomorrow mm. will be, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell
0: me again. It's, taken, it's taken
1: about 60 years to get us to where it has, we are hasn't now. hasn't
0: it? Since yeah. the 60s.
1: Yeah. Well, over my dead body.
0: Yeah. I'm not allowed to say that, cause <laughs> Derek Prince would be very angry. Yes, you, you sound know, like Jonah. You know, your, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, You would. Derek Prince will be angry. Okay, okay, we've got a couple of minutes. So this is where we're we're at. I I, I don't think we've completely fathomed it. But we no. You know, it wouldn't be Bible study if if if, if we had, because I don't think we we would have. Um, um, but there'll be no one watching for a start <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, because it, 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 it's so deep there's so much that we can yeah i'm so pleased we got in that chronology i'd love to go through the, the uh, you know many more timelines you know and <laughs> hopefully we'll have opportunities to do that um
2: i've I do, written a book called the keys of time if really? people are interested in yeah. more you've of yeah you've written that, a book on, on the keys of okay, time. Great.
0: Yeah. okay great okay great
2: and of course, but we get, have in. to get Gordon to
0: write a, a you know, oh, yeah. do a write-up on that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that, a book review.
1: Yeah, that's Good. right. Okay. But we've seen, I think, that Jonah is much more than the short book of only four chapters. Mm. It's actually it's huge. It's, it, it proclaims the gospel. It's deep and it's a, a complete revelation. And, and it must be one of the books that the Lord talked about to the disciples on the road to Emmaus. I expect, yes. you know, how he revealed himself in,
2: in the scriptures. And when Paul says, you know, according Christ died and was buried and rose on the third day, yes. according to the scriptures. yes. Yes. One of the key scriptures is Jonah, isn't it? It Jonah. said he rose not on the fourth day, the fifth day or the second day, it was on the third day. Yeah. And and that that quote I did from Romans
0: um, 3, but now we have a righteousness apart from the law, to which the law and the prophets testify.
1: Mm.
0: And the Lord Jesus said, how foolish you are not to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Yes. So uh, I think we're doing a good thing in this age to to be highlighting, you know, what the prophets have spoken. Yeah. And it was concerning his son. Mm. Absolutely. You can rattle off more. I mean, p- p- Peter says, you know, as he, as, as he says that, um, you know, we have the word of the prophets made more certain. And one, it's a very humbling thing for us to be sitting here now. We've, we've had the, 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 the different ages of the scriptures and now the church age, and we are greatly blessed, aren't we, mm. to be able to look back and see fulfillments, but we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you do well to pay attention to it, Mm -hmm. as to a light shining in a dark place. And I do think we are in a dark uh, place, Mm. Uh, not in the the spiritual sense, personally, before the Lord, we've we've got um, his light within us, but we are in a dark place, but we do well to pay attention to the light shining from the prophets until the day dawns and the morning star rises in our Yes. Mm. yes. So, yeah, uh, we've still got a min- yeah, we've still got about a
2: minute. So, of course, no, there is a part two to yeah. this story, which is yes. Nahum. Thank you. you know. Exactly. So that's and our so plan. They, because they went back into yeah. sin, God sent another prophet eventually yeah. to do the job that Jonah would have liked to have done, yeah. <laughs> which good. is to an- announce the final destruction yeah. of Yeah of Assyria, of, of yeah. and, 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 and it all was fulfilled in great detail, yeah. and, uh, and so God, you know, yeah. gives people a chance, but so there comes it. a time when God says, enough. Thank you very much. That's a very sobering end. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks,
0: John. <laughs> it's, it's great. We're three very different folk, but it's a good combination. I've really enjoyed being with you on this yeah, study. Yeah, me too. Bless you for watching. See you next week. Nahum.